Okay, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even the superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my most power, earth you with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Mauer. Beep you, Menti. That was fast. You, did, you didn't even want to draw that Listen, out. Listen, I, I don't care to make niceties with Menti today because <laughs> you, you don't matter. That's you know true. why? <laughs> Just shut up. Zip, All right, zip it. Yeah. We've got Redunculus Entertainment with us, and they're the ones that matter. Let's give them a big round of applause and a welcome back to Fireside. And, for, and longtime listeners, this is this is a blast from the past. <laughs> this is a a group of people that we interviewed at a Wizard World when they were still a convention worth going to. So, <laughs> so I'm going to kick it off to you guys. Introduce yourselves and let our listeners know who you are. Hey, how you guys doing? We're Redunculus Entertainment. I'm Kevin, the co-founder, Martin. I'm Tanya, the first lady field. And right now we're going to represent Redunculus Entertainment, which is a group of nine people, one being James, the hardest working man, Brown. Also included Courtney, the watcher, Jackson. You can't forget Nigel, the wildcard, Frazier. Ephraim, the lead artist, around the third. Brother, LeVar Cool Breeze, Queen. And Ryan, the executive producer, Ross. If you let our nine powers combine, 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 combine. we have Redongless Entertainment. Yes. <laughs> that might be the best intro we've ever had from a guest on this show ever. <laughs> now, that was exciting. <laughs> How many times have you practiced that to get it down? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Okay, you must have delivered it that same way. Story. It'll make a quick story. Mm -hmm. We actually do a lot of interviews, so I think it's just come natural now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, and is that the normal one that we go through? Is that? Is, yeah, that's, is, is it, much, that, yeah, yeah, that's the routine. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it. nine names, nine yeah. people all the time. Yeah. And is it always our our powers combined, or do do we switch that um, up? Do um, Avengers uh, assemble it from time to time, or? Um, it could be Autobots roll out. It could or, be uh, Voltron <laughs> form blazing sword. It could be uh, we have the power. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Really, <laughs> whatever. This, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so let's 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 roll the clock back to uh, probably what three years ago? Was it three years ago? No, it was, our... it was five years ago, four years ago. Was it four? Was so was our was it our it was first? Four. It was our first table at Comic Con or our second table at Comic Con? It was our s first table at Comic Con. First, so when you guys came to us, we were kind of in the middle of the the air, or no, we were off to the one wall, no. right? They put us, remember, that's how we bonded. They put us in the worst yeah. section. In oh, the, so yeah. it was our they second They put us one. in the graveyard. They put yeah. it, it was the worst place you could possibly put us. It was, it was redonkulous. It was us. And it was like a shirt store who hated us. Because <laughs> we, we, yeah, had, yeah, we was, yeah. Well, because yeah. we were super loud because we had to do whatever we could to bring people to the, to the graveyard as we've dubbed it. And um, like the guy complained about us. So I had him moved. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but at that time, if and tell me if I'm wrong, there's only two characters that I remember. So we, when we did an interview before, we did we talked about Blood Moon, uh, mm-hmm. who was the the blue ninja who was awesome, and then there was Charge. It was the only right. two that that we had. But after looking through your website, it seems like times have changed. <laughs> it seems like we've got a whole whole bunch of things in the cans in the last couple of years since we've uh, we've spoke last. So why don't we do this? Why don't we rattle off some of the books that we've got going currently and the and the characters that we've coming up? Because I even saw that there's one that's not out yet. That that looks super dope. So what uh, you're saying is they had some pandemic babies in the form of comic <laughs> characters? <laughs> That's a good way to put it, but I have a feeling they're probably older. <laughs> yeah, Pandem- yeah. Pandemic much, toddlers. Much older, much older. <laughs> <laughs> pandemic just give us time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so let's start with, start with Blood Moon because that's, that's the one that I know and love. <laughs> so Maven Blood Moon, we actually have one through three out now. Mm. Hey, uh, you called him a blue ninja. That so we said that way back then when we couldn't get our words together. Now we're uh, so he's a actually a bounty hunter. Okay, he's actually a bounty hunter that works for the Maven unit. Maven is an acronym that stands for military, advanced, vigilant, elite, network. Uh, <laughs> Can you do that in reverse? <laughs> I know, hold on, hold on, hold on. How prepped is this? <laughs> you know, this is all off the top of my head. I, yeah, I love it completely. I need you to do it backwards. Rewind it, do it backwards. <laughs> Nevam. Uh, network. network. Elite. Elite. Vigilant. Advance. Military. There you go. Okay. <laughs> we can continue. <laughs> so we have Blood Moon 1 through 3 out. Um, so when you guys met us, we had Blood Moon 1 out and we had Charge. Tanya, take away for Charge. Oh, well, Charge. <laughs> charge is our superpowered being. He is, uh, is a hero's journey through the Charge uh, number one issue. Basically, he's a regular, ordinary businessman who one day gets hit with the powers of a god. And now it's like, okay, well, what type of decisions do you make? What would you do if you're in that situation? What would you guys do if all of a sudden you got hit by the powers of a god? Yeah, you don't want to know what I would do. Yeah, no, his, his, his answer is going to be, my, mine would be boring. <laughs> would be, I would be a super villain. A hard, yeah, that, that's how it would go. I would be the hero of his villain story. <laughs> and I would kill him. Because he wouldn't kill me. Bank. You, you wait, wait. You wouldn't rob a bank, or you I would rob, rob a bank. You I would only, rob a bank. I, I'm putting it right now, guys. I'm gonna say this on uh, this podcast for the listeners. If I had a power of a god, I would rob a bank. I always wanted to rob a bank. <laughs> See, I would go bigger. I would do uh, like global, you know, espionage and have a, a a legit front to make me money consistently, where I could be sitting with Bezos. You know, and Bill Gates and all, and really run the world without having to break a law. Oh, that's yeah. Dr. Doomish. That, <laughs> Very that much. That is. Very yeah. much. That's, that's, I would be more like Ferris Bueller's day off as a god. <laughs> 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 that's more what I, I would do. Be very small pranks, very things that I shouldn't be doing with my powers at all. <laughs> I have a feeling if I was a superhero, I'd be like that old show, The Greatest American Hero. Ah. Dude who would never actually get his powers together. And- <laughs> <laughs> or that'd be me. Yeah. Or the lesser known My Secret Identity. <gasps> oh my gosh. I haven't seen that since I was a small child. Wow. <laughs> that was um Jerry Jerry O'Connell was in that. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. He had used the, the hairspray to fly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hairspray to fly. Um, okay, well, back to Redunctless Comics. So we also <laughs> we also have Night Owl. He's our vigilante street justice guy. Um, he's out right now. We also have... He's the one who's searching for his brother's killer? Yes, he's, yes. Well, he knows who his brother's killer is. He wants revenge. Mm. 
on his mm. brother's killer, and he's, he's retribution, retribution, <laughs> justice, all those vigilante words. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually a really good read because it's cool because we leave so much mystery on Night Owl. Like, why can't why can't he fight? It's not an origin story. It just picks right into the story. Like, you pick so, it up. He's Night Owl. He's being up bad guys. Right. Do you do you all have your hand in the writing of the stories? Oh yeah, Redonkulous <laughs> Entertainment always have the hand on a little bit of everything. It might not necessarily be the writing; it could be the editing or the illustration. Or well, the reason why I ask is especially with with smaller indie companies. One of my favorite things in the world is world building. I think world building is the most interesting part of of creating comics because you have answers to questions that no one's even thought to ask yet. So I'm I'm curious as the writers of the book, how far along on all of these new books that you have, how far along are you plotted out? Like, do you have like the next twelve issues in mind? Do you have, have crossovers in mind? Like, right, right, we right, right. Whole universe. We have a whole we dauntless comics universe mm-hmm. where we even have the god. The god name is Ray. God Ray. <laughs> yeah. Who created like, everything in this universe? Is that for is that a Ghostbusters reference? Because that would be because <laughs> if it's not, you should tell people it is. If they ask uh, you if you're a god, you say yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the old school geek. So yeah. So what is the best fast food restaurant in your universe? You know, we see in the DC you got the the belly buster burgers and all. Did you come up with that yet? Well, damn. Sure, can I say damn? I'm sorry. Say, I'm about to say damn. What is the weirdest you, you question say, you could possibly ask? <laughs> Listen, What's... you said ask a question that nobody else in the world could answer. Nobody else no, in the world can answer that. No, that didn't mean for you to actually think of a fake fast food restaurant. I'm just saying that usually when you're plotting out the course of a comic, there are arcs and stuff and, and places you want to take the book in your head uh, that that you haven't even laid the groundwork for yet. I'm assuming, right? All I, mean, I know you're... is Tarantino brings his world together with a fast food restaurant, and I want to see somebody else do it. I want to make that try. That, when when we do write that, because now it's in our head. <laughs> oh, we'll so it's, 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 I got it. We've I got it. For a long time. Okay. I got it though. I got it. Okay. So you have you you just have uh, hot dog carts called Redonkulous dogs. Redonkulous right? burgers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, sure. So then, that, so that way you can just keep the logo popping up in the background, you know, for for mm-hmm. brand recognition. We well, actually—it's just... funny you say that. It's funny. This is a true story. If you look at Mary, Maven Arrowshot, mm-hmm. Dauntless yeah. Entertainment already has a company. Yeah, they're the company that runs everything <laughs> inside our universe. Well, let's, that's that was a hell of a segue. Let's talk about Arrowshot because that yeah. one was completely new. I've this is this is a new one for me. So who's yeah. Arrowshot? Okay, so he's Maven Arrowshot, which is military advanced vigilant elite network. Arrowshot, he's the assassin marksman of the Maven unit. Um, sorry. Fun fact, the artist who actually worked on Arrowshot, we came in contact with him for the first time there at Wizard World. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, oh, really? Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. There isn't, there's not much of a bio on him. From when I was going through the website, I was Listen, looking up at Listen, he's focused. The... He's determined. That's not all you the, need to know. Not the artist. I'm talking about the book. <laughs> no, that's the book. <laughs> That's um, the that's the breakdown of the book. Focus, determined, yeah. arrow shot relies on his acute sense of aim to take down his target <laughs> at every turn. He never misses. <laughs> he never misses. Um, well, so it's funny you say that, Ashley. We was just talking about it. We're going to do next year, early January, we're going to revise our website and give a whole new description of our comic books. Now that we're, oh, cool. now that we're so in tune with these characters that we can give you a better description. When we first met you guys, we were less, we didn't do as many interviews. We were 
shy and timid, as you can yeah. see, we're not. Oh, now. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> I don't believe that in the least. You, you, you gave us a run for our money, and we are known as the obnoxious table. <laughs> like, all that's... I remember that day. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. That day when we when you, when the guys all went over and did the interview, and I was back at the table, and all I remember was okay. They went over to the interview. They were kind of like low on energy because like the Wizard World convention wasn't really all that hype. <laughs> And they came back like new men. I mean, jacked. We <laughs> were. What Sorry, happened to y'all? We went to the hotel in that room and I started doing push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, word. Okay. If there's one thing that we try to do is have a good time, that's why I really do miss us going to shows because that's where I think Fireside really shows what we're all about. Um, mm-hmm. you get so much on the podcast and I can make fun of the guests a little bit, but there's nothing like making fun of random people walking by in front of you and, well, and causing some that. trouble. Uh, you, you, you always point out the weirdest things. Uh, the, to my, the, my favorite part about doing cons is, is meeting indie creators. I mean, and that's, that was honestly the, the origin of the show is the soapbox for indie creators at conventions and then conventions went away and that disappeared so <laughs> so it's nice having uh having the indies back here on the show so tell me out of curiosity especially with the shows like hawkeye coming out because especially with the with book like arrow shot and a show like hawkeye coming out i feel like this is the ultimate time to be pushing someone like arrow shot what makes arrow shot different from archers that we've seen throughout media okay so arrow shot actually he's infused with nanotechnology on his oh. uh, artificial ai called wave string so Arrowshot, Maven Arrow, his name is Maven Arrowshot because there's actually two people with one. You have the technology inside of his head and then the physical body, William Amitano. So it's a, when you read Arrowshot, they're actually, your protagonist is two characters. It's cool. Wavestream and Arrowshot. Almost like a constant partnership. Even when he's regular William, when he's not being assassinated, he still has Wavestream in his head. So that makes it different in a sense of, it's almost, I don't like to compare names, but it's like an archer meets Blue Beetle. That's what, yeah, it's, it, it, it yeah. sounded a lot like um, uh, Firestorm. Yeah. It sounded like, yeah. Fire, like, yeah. A, like yeah, an except, archer Firestorm. Yeah, except with this one, it's all fused with technology and uh, physics and all these fancy scientific words. Almost if like Bloodsport, Firestorm, you know, Blue Beetle all kind of had a baby, it would be this. But and Hawkeye. I, and Hawkeye. And Hawkeye. Well, <laughs> I'm always drawn to it, and I'm a huge archer fan. What do you think makes everybody kind of drawn to archer characters Ah, no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) like when you guys were thinking this there had to be something that made you go i want to make an archer but throughout all from robin hood and you know we have the hawkeye green arrow and then going into the katniss and the hunger games like archers throughout pop culture have been something we keep going back to and it's not the best weapon but everybody seems to love it. Like, what What do you guys think about just, archers? Can I take it really quick? Oh, I take yours on it? I thought we have two different takes. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think just mainly that, you know, archers are, uh, they don't have any superpowers. You know, they have bow and arrow. That's it. That is what they use. <laughs> so no, uh, you know, fancy gadgets, like the superpowers, so on and so forth. Like, that is... That's all they have. They have their bow, they have their arrow, and their sense of aim. And I think that is kind of what, to me, it's what makes it the most exciting. And and when we made Arrow Shot, okay, so let's talk about we don't comics again. We have Black Ninja. He has a sword. 
We have Eclipse who used daggers. We have Blood Moon, as far as we know, he used guns. We have uh, Night Owl who used the, uh, what's your sticks called? The tofu? Uh, tofu. tofu? Tofu sticks. So we're big on weapons and our protagonists having weapons. So naturally, the next step in line is an archer. Archer. Right. I, I always it was always the juxtaposition of of medieval weapons and modern weapons that I loved. That's the reason why I still love Hawkeye, and I'm sure that's the reason why Maurer still loves Arrow. Um, yeah. But and plus, I, it's cool when people can not miss. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but I I feel like I feel like the character that we have to spend a little bit more time on is one that's not out yet, but is my favorite looking of all of the characters by far is Eclipse. Okay. Eclipse is a wild looking character. <laughs> it's, it, it's like Predator meets Cyborg meets me. I, I there's just knives coming at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coming at me. yeah. So, well, tell me what's going on with Eclipse. Okay, so he's he's actually the most complicated to talk about because we don't want to let out too much. Yeah. Um, so believe it or not, Eclipse feel free said- to slip up. <laughs> feel free. All right, listeners, pay attention. You might get some spoilers here and spread them like wildfire. Go. This, this is this is about to be wild when I'm about to tell you about Eclipse. A lot of people don't know this if you look at his look. He's actually more like a James Bond character. He's very suave and never near. But oh, you when would he kills, never he kills so brutally. I can see that. You can yeah, see that? He, he kills, but he's actually very... If you used to look at him, you'd be like, oh, he's a thug, but he's not. He's actually really educated. That's what I would say. He's really, yeah. You'll see more. He's really educated. And uh, he's been to all the finest schools. He actually lives in uh, Jamaica when he went to the finest school in Jamaica. And he has a brutality about him that's unique from any character that we actually made. I, and then, go ahead, Tanya. Uh, no, I was just going to just kind of add to that. I would say he's, he's definitely yeah, the most brutal, just mm-hmm. kind of adding to that. It's Which a, is a, a step outside kind of. of not really. I don't know why. Well, maybe I'm. Yeah. No, yeah, that's true. He's just the most brutal. Yeah. Yeah. He'll like cut your head off and. He looks so right. around. <laughs> Looking at the images, and I'm I'm not sure why, because I can't really I couldn't explain why this is what's popping into my head, but I, I'm getting crow vibes for some reason. I don't know why, but the crow is what's popping into my head. Mm. Like it's cause it's got that same kind of dark vibe to it, especially the that first image with the yeah. with the um with the 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 arms and the, on the floor of the, the the moonlit backdrop of him going out the window. It's giving yeah. me crow vibes. I would take that as a compliment then. I'm sure James Brown, who uh, was the original writer of Eclipse, uh, <laughs> he'll take that as a compliment too. If you got, if you've got a crow book, that's a win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a and win. And what's cool is that you'll see once that once his first official book comes out, you'll see how he interacts with some of the other characters in our universe. I don't want to give too much away. But you'll well, see that, how he interacts with some of the other you, characters. You know, that's my next question because one yeah. of these images here has them all together. <laughs> and I'm just thinking. Uh-huh, <laughs> if we know uh-huh. anything about shared universes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm guessing the Justice League is on their way from Redonkulous. <laughs> uh, and is their name the starting six, or are we going cooler? <laughs> okay, I, I will tell you this: we will, we do have a Maven story coming out. I will tell you that. Mm. And, and I'm guessing Maven is going to have Blood Moon and Arrow shot for sure. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and, and they're 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 the connector. I will tell you that. Mm. The, that that group is the connector. That's I will let that secret out. Any other secrets? How many secrets? So that, is that the, that's the mm-hmm. that's this issue? Redonkulous secrets. That's, <laughs> that's all, all of us trying to pull out little secrets. Secret time. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on this because uh, I'm now interested in the fact that you can't answer my questions. <laughs> uh, so, Blink how many twice. issues do you plan on putting out from each book before you get to a crossover? 
Oh wow, another good question. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. <laughs> is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so crossovers down the road. This is something in the it's that's yeah. that's in the future. That's in the future. You yes, you got. We have a lot more characters to develop for you guys because when mm. we do do a crossover, my, this is going to be like 80, 90 characters in one book almost. Believe it or not, this crossover. Wow. Yeah. Because it gets so deep. Uh, you guys talked to Levar earlier. He's um, he's a, he's a, he's a big writer. All he does is write. It gets so deep and oh, connected and... through so many ways that it's going to take a while before this big crossover. Oh no! He, he was the, drop, so. But it's cool. Well, we, gotta get... we do drop little Easter eggs in every little book, and as as we get more popular, more famous, or whatever, as more we get more viewers. I think we're looking right. for. Um, and they start paying attention. You go like, oh, I remember in Blood Bowl One when they did this, and it's stupid right now. It makes no sense to know the reader right now, but seven issues later on Night Owl, and it's like, oh, that goes back to Blood Moon. Mm -hmm. That's that world building. That's exactly what I'm talking (laughs) about. That's the most Uh interesting part. That's my favorite, by far my favorite part. And so for anybody who's listening, just to give them kind of a peek behind the curtain, we were supposed to have a couple other people with us, but due to technical difficulties, um, you were saying the, the other gentleman that was joining us was the original writer of this book? Because um, I, I have a question to give to him to maybe answer in the comments. How do you juggle 90 characters? Um, he, He's not the original writer. He just writes the most, I would say. Well, who's writing Technically that book? me and him. Technically, me and him are the co-founders. Are we done Great. The same? Then I'm going to ask you, how do you juggle 90 characters? <laughs> That's a lot. How do you pull that off in a book? That's rough. Um... Redonkulous Entertainment. We, we all do it. <laughs> we all do it. Redonkulous Entertainment. Yeah. My favorite is if he... Face. If you can't answer a question, you just throw the name out. Is my favorite part. <laughs> That's well, yeah, yeah. 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 You know? it's entertainment. It's, yeah, viewers, if you don't entertain, we can do it. Trust me. <laughs> Everything we do is big and in your face. So, of course, <laughs> our, the presentation of our characters would be no different. So, I love it. I, I'm I, just going to be I, like Fireside. You know what? Fireside. From now my on, that's, is the, that's the answer to the question. Fireside, we want. <laughs> what do you want? That's how, that's how we're going to do it. Now, are you guys going to be bringing any of the Jamaican culture in there? Because there isn't many Jamaican uh, superheroes. I think the most recent was one of the Green uh, Green Lanterns, I think, was from Jamaican living in Britain. Like, Are you going to take any of that? Because that's not a highly represented group in uh, superheroes yeah. right now. But we're, no, we're not. That's that's in not the, their original t- uh, attention. Okay. Yeah. So, so he's Jamaican, but we don't. Yeah, we don't really focus on individual race. I guess the best way to say. It. So even though he's from Jamaica, I never really thought of him as Jamaican. The story okay. goes, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the story, the the plot drives the story. I get you. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. I get you. Uh, but there is one character that we kind of glossed over. He was mentioned once, but we haven't really talked about, which is Black Ninja. Mysterious Black Ninja. Oh, yeah. Why is Mysterious Black Ninja? Yes. Yes. Um, actually, I've been writing. So I've been writing him since I was eight years old. <laughs> no way! Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, how? Well, first off, how has it evolved in since you were eight? <laughs> like, how? I mean. Oh wow. <laughs> so much. Dude. I'm sure. I'm sure that's a loaded question. <laughs> it evolved a lot. His comic book is slated to come out next year, but we'll mm. see. We'll see. Well, how much can how much of a of a tease can you give? Because this is another one that doesn't have a. There's a YouTube video, uh, I, but there's no bio. Okay, I can give a big tease. I can give a huge tease. Blood. I mean, uh, mysterious black ninja. First appearance is in Maven Blood Moon Part Three. Mmm. That's his very okay. first appearance. That's awesome. 
Okay, very cool. So, but we can't, we're not getting, you don't want to talk about them at all, I'm guessing, from <laughs> from the fact that you're saying, go buy issue three. In Maven Blood yeah, Moon, go buy issue three. Yeah. <laughs> in looking at Maven Blood Moon 3, and you see him in there, you're like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? What's his mission? What's what's What does he hope to gain from what he's doing? So, I definitely advise you, yeah, to check out Maven Blood Moon 3. And then Black, the Mysterious Black Ninja is actually a prequel to Maven Blood Moon 3. Hmm. Oh, cool. Wow. So you've got all of these different characters that you're working on in comics. How do you have time for anything else in your lives? Ooh. That's a great question. Yeah. And we have, have a clothing line and a documentary a coming out. Yeah. <laughs> we also, in addition, we also have a YouTube channel um, where mm. we bring a lot of these characters to life through like music and special effects and things we kind of add a different take on the comic book experience on our, again all on our youtube channel i saw one of the things that i liked a lot i, f- I think it was for arrow shot that mm-hmm. there was a chase scene and you took a panel from the comic of him on a motorcycle mm-hmm. and then underneath it had someone driving through the desert yeah right which i thought was a, that was a pretty clever shot i thought that was kind of cool how you merged the two together i thought that was, that, that's, that's just something i thought was pretty cool, cool thank you uh, thank you from what I'm seeing here in the media press section of your website, you've been making waves definitely in Atlantic City. All puns completely intended on that one. Uh, I, what is what is local reception been like? Is is that been your bread and butter right now? Is 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 local, or have you found that Redonkulous has become global? Um, we just came off a Fox City tour. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome! Congratulations. Thank you. September was our last. August was our last month. We did it from April to August. We just came off a five city tour. So we travel up and down the East Coast. Mm. Um, but I want to say Atlantic City has been our bread and butter, but that's where we're from. So you always. Well, yeah, to- yeah. And you definitely have to make a make an impact where you are. I mean, that's our, that's 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 the testing grounds if there's ever been one. Our goal is to take over the world. Ultimately, mm, there you go. The world. Well, that's my goal. Oh. <laughs> he then was you, robbing a you bank. Guys will, you guys will meet it. <laughs> he was robbing you a bank. You can't change it now. He already said well, he's going to no, rob I a said bank. That was the powers of a god. Oh, okay. <laughs> all, all I can do right oh, now yeah. is make comic books and movies and so, YouTube stuff. Right. <laughs> so I'm only going to take over the world if I get powers of a god. Well, thank That's God. It. Thank God for that. <laughs> thank God for that. I'm for not planning on sense. being a super villain anyway. Oh, good. That's that's appreciated. Uh, so five city tour, five city tour, uh, five city tour, and it was to promote um, the documentary you're working on. Mm-hmm. Yes, or was this to promote everything? Was this just Redonkulous takes over the East Coast? Takes over the East Coast. That's the uh, yeah. Redonkulous, Redonkulous. I said it again. <laughs> we um, we promote everything all the time. So because um, we have so many avenues, people approach us different for different things, and we if. We're we're supposed to talk about the documentary, but it's like no, we want to talk about comic books. Cool, that's that's what it's about. It's about the comic books, really. That's first and foremost. All things are possible for comic books in our world. Word. So we bring anything and everything wherever we go. We bring everything we have. Awesome. So w- when you do a five city tour, what is it, what does it look like? So you show up in a city. Are you hitting local comic shops? Are you putting it around when there's conventions or like how how does what does promote like how if someone is in the five state area that's listening that might run into you one day where would that happen let's go especially during the the pandemic you can run into us anywhere first of all anywhere let's go right down the list april 
we went to uh, stayed pretty locally, Ocean City, New Jersey. Um, we did the Ocean City Comic Con that was there. Um, May we went down to Richmond, Virginia. We did a fashion wow. show because, oh, as cool. you can see from our co-founder, has ridiculous wear on hats, <laughs> shirts. I also have the which shirt you can on find on the website. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes, <laughs> wherever we Don't go, swear. we always rep our brand. So that entered us into the world of fashion, and we were part of a fashion show, which was really super awesome. William Fat, shout out to William Fat. Yes. If he's listening. Mm-hmm. If not, listen. You can tell we're very fashionable too. <laughs> High fashion. Extreme. I've been I've been wearing the same hoodie since quarantine started. <laughs> um. So June, we also stayed closer to home. We went. We traveled here in Atlantic City locally. We did two events in the month of June. One was the Beer and Music Festival. Um, and oh, then, that's awesome! Yeah, that that was really cool. And then the second one was the Black Excellence Festival, which was on Juneteenth weekend. Awesome! Um, yeah, we th- did the uh, beer and uh, music fest. What was that? Three years ago as well. Yeah. Oh, really? You know, mm-hmm. I hope you guys. If you guys, okay, I'm saying this right now. I'm saying it right now. If you guys make it to the beer uh, and the music festival, I will be there again. Yeah, we uh, we had a ride that we sponsored. We yeah. did all kinds of fun stuff. We didn't record any shows. We just had uh, interacting with fans. and We just watched probably... a lot of drunk people get on a ride and fall <laughs> and, and commentate. It was, it was a good time. I hope you guys it do it again. If you guys do it again, let us know. I'll, yeah. I'll be, I will be there. Definitely. It was our own I, version I, I of like American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do this. I mean, because we're, we're running towards the end of the show, and I know that you do. You right now are currently promoting a documentary that you have coming out. You have an event coming up soon. Uh, it, it was it December ninth. December ninth. Yes. December ninth. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about the documentary. First off, what what is it the the documentary, and then how does it tie into this event? Okay, so this this get into documentary. We also went to New York City and we went Philly. to Philadelphia for Black Label Con. Eric Cooper to finish a five city tour. Yes. Okay. Now so we, you were in our neck of the woods. <laughs> and now and now we're doing this over over riverside yeah. when you were here right. <laughs> okay we gotta we gotta link up in different ways we got to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the internet you know. does not we do much better in person the internet does not work for us gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> we, we, we gotta figure this out yeah, I, I, I think just we could talk just talk not yeah for hours just <laughs> listening to you guys and you listen to us i can see that now yep but I guess we got to get it in, so. <laughs> <laughs> Promotion time, let's go. This is time for you to plug your stuff. <laughs> so, really quick, the uh, documentary itself is based on an event that we put on last year uh, called A Redonculous Reminiscence. Keep in mind, our nine members of Redonculous Entertainment, most of us have known each other since we were children. So all of our oh, families cool. were close. All of us have oh, had cool. loved ones who have passed on over the years. So this event that we put on last year was to honor all of our loved ones that have passed on through the years. So the documentary itself, which comes out December 9th, is about the road that it took to make that event happen last year in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of COVID and all the chaos of 2020. The road and the journey it took to put on what was at that time the biggest event of our careers. And That's my, amazing. And also, mind you, just steps out of our comfort zone a little bit. I'm going to get a little personal real quick. My mother died April 6th last year. Uh, I'm so sorry. So this would kind of pushed yeah. on the uh, event. So this shows a deeper side of us. This shows our personal side of us. Like, 
to celebrate my mom, to celebrate Tanya's grandma, to celebrate Ryan's uh, mom. And I don't want to go on the list of dead sure. loved ones. It shows a deeper side where we're not always mm-hmm. funny, I guess. Not always silly. Where we're not yeah. always silly, yeah. So this also well, you're gets you're also that. you're you're opening up your fan base to 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 the a different side of redonkulous in general. I mean, to be honestly, that's where our show started was a, was a, a friend. Well, I guess friendship is a tough word, but whatever Mauer and I had <laughs> that, that led into this show. Um, but, and we talk about that uh, pretty regularly on this show, but if you're in the world of, of making content like comic books, you don't really get an opportunity to, to, to connect to your readership in that way. So, so through inviting someone into, that kind of an event mm-hmm. is extremely personal. It's ex- I mean, that's a that's a level of openness that you don't really see in the comic book world, at least. Right. I'm very open. I don't know what you're talking what about. Are you talking about? <laughs> I am a world of emotions mm. connected to everyone around me. He is a void if there's ever been one. But anyway, as you were saying, <laughs> you guys, I love you guys, man. <laughs> I love some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I love me. So, oh yeah, okay, I, I get yeah. down with that too. <laughs> so why? I mean, out of curiosity, because you, you you're a comic book company, you're a comic book publisher, you're a comic book creator, you do content creating online. You have a fashion and uh, if, if uh, I don't a label is probably not the the best word for that, but a fashion uh line i guess that's the best word that's a better way to put it yeah. that's a better yeah, way to words put it. words <laughs> we um, talk for a living but what made you switch to want to be that open as far as it just together like coming together to celebrate the loved ones that you've lost over the years what made you want to open up to everybody else like what did you what made you want to say all right let's put this under the banner of redonkulous and bring in people to uh help with I guess I don't want to say consoling because it sounds like it was more of celebrating than consoling. It was celebration, and that's what we do. We celebrate everything, but it was also consoling. We, uh, when my mom died, obviously, it, anybody mom's died, they took it hard. So we got, sure. I wanted to do this. We wanted, I, I was like, I want to put on a big celebration. The friendship is what, it's like, well, we got your back. No more questions. It doesn't matter right now. That's what you want to do. Let's do it. Let's get it done. So it's, I guess it's just about having each other back on all aspects. We wanted to show the world um, that Redonculus, we're, we're a family. We're a family. We always, like he said, we always have each other's backs. It's it's all about the comics, yes, yes, but it's also, it's about the bonds that tie us together as well. So that's really oh, I love important. That. I, and that's what I find so unique about it, because when I think back to all the people that we've interviewed and all the indie books and all the indie creators out there, most 90 percent of comic creators that we've ever met are not ones to get in front of cameras, let alone microphones for this show. <laughs> or they're not they're They're more about the the you know, this is the stuff that I make. We're going to leave me out of it. You know, let, right. let, but you're you trying to bring people in to get to know the creators more, uh, if, if not if not as equal to the characters, it seems. Mm-hmm. It seems like the characters are the are the bring, thing that's draw people in, but the thing that you want to get them to stay and and really celebrate is the redonkulous. I, I almost want to call it culture. You got it. It's you revolution. Got it. You it revolution. Actually, yes, you got it's, it. that's what we call it—the redonkulous revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, that's funny you say that. Um, if Lamar was here, he'll be mad. I can tell you that now. No, it, it's about <laughs> the characters. <laughs> it's about the characters. It's definitely about the characters. I, I believe that people can feel our characters if they know us more. 
Sure. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. I can, my favorite songs are still the songs that my friends wrote because I know the reason they wrote the song. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. I just find I find it unique that these are two very different avenues mm-hmm. that it is. I don't like and they don't really connect, but yet they do completely connect because it doesn't seem like the comics played a big role in the documentary at all. Did they? Um, well, we wouldn't been able to uh, make a documentary. We never made a comic. Sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That it's the catalyst. But I don't. Is, is it a focal point at any point in the documentary? No, not just not, 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 no, not a focal and that, point. And I'm, I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm just no, saying yeah, that it's, no. it's unique. It's unique to see that because usually you'd want to 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 really put the pedestal around the characters and the content that sure. you're creating. But instead, you're saying, you know what? We're going to put them off to the side and we're going to celebrate us for a second here. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's cool. You don't see that a lot in comics. Last time we saw that was what, Image? <laughs> I like, feel like you don't you see know, that a lot. Creativity is vast. So we used our creativity, our natural creativity, the nine of us, to put together this event, to put together the documentary, uh, just kind of stemming off of that cre- same creativity we used to make comics. We used that same creativity to make the documentary and to make the event happen itself. Very cool. So it's it's kind of like the fast family, you know. You're a bunch of people with different skill sets that come together. You've had family. You, that's family. the most important thing to you guys. But if you could describe it all in one word, it would be ridiculous. All right. <laughs> on that, if that on wasn't that full note. circle, <laughs> if that wasn't wow. Perfect. On that, that note, was perfect. Menti, do that thing. You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere on the, online. That's a Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, head over to Moscow Collects. That's where you're going to find our merch if you want to buy anything. Uh, I'm going to let the Redonculus uh, folks talk about where to find Redonculus stuff before I let Mauer talk. <laughs> so you can go to you can go to our website at com. We are on Spell Facebook. Redonculus. Always. We're on Facebook as Redonculus Entertainment. And yes, Inst- yes. And Instagram as Redonculus E-N-T. Redonculus is spelled R-E-D-O-N-K-U-L-O-U-S. Uh, also- Damn it, I thought you were going to have a fun way to say it between the two of you. Like R-E-D. <laughs> <laughs> Work on that. I feel like I feel like she I feel like she had way, and then you kept interrupting. She was like, "I got it, dude. I'm gonna spell it. <laughs> Run it back. Hold up." <laughs> well, if you really must know, we do say like Redonglas Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you want to check out the movie, our live event. We have a live event. We uh, it's out in Northfield, Tilton Nine Road. Yes, at the Tilton Square <laughs> Theater in Northfield. Uh, tickets are only $10. It is a live red carpet premiere. Uh, we're running a photo booth. There's going to be a whole pre-show from 5 to 9 p.m. Um, and then an after party afterwards as well. Um, and then also, if you can't make the live event, we are also streaming the movie itself through our site. Uh, again, redonculusent.com. Redonculus Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I'm going to oh, guess that event's going to be... Redonculus? Well, of well, course. Of course. <laughs> wow, you just you just spoon fed that one. This <laughs> event is a movie showing, of course, obviously, but this the pre-show, the pre-event, we put so much love, so much care to make sure people have a good time just to sit down and watch a movie. I mean, it's going to be lights, it's going to be 
uh, pictures. It's going to be talking and music and interaction. It's going to have a whole. This is a whole event just to watch the movie, which is an event itself. Yeah. Do you have will you have a merch booth where your books and stuff will be available at that time as well? Nope. No, wow. You know, no. wow. Uh, buy a ticket and just come. That's yeah. it. No, That's no. Amazing. We're not here to sell you anything extra. If you're interested after that, www.redonkulousent.com. Absolutely. Gotcha. And all this information is on redonkulousent.com. Um, for our listeners, guys, I want to thank you again for uh, coming and wrapping up the year with us because Firesiders, this is it. This is our last show of the year. We ended it on a redonkulous note. All right. As always, I'm the redonkulous Mr. Mauer. This has been a redonkulous year. I want to thank everybody for supporting us from back in the beginning. You guys were there when we started. Now you're here growing to a uh, your own global empire. takeover empire, which we might have to Dr. Doom together. We'll talk offline. <laughs> But yeah, this has been great. 2022. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys in person at and a at Please. a con near you. Con. Or, or let's just talk, we'll all get drunk and go on rides at the uh, the AC Beer Fest. <laughs> yeah, seeing Minty <laughs> drunk yeah, is a great thing. But yeah, on that note, deuces. Deuces. Get me dunkless.